You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. The bells are getting back. And we have a podcast. Part of that success is being open books. I think it would be amazing to do a comeback. It's so good, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is so good. Like, I want to do this all the time now. And now, coming to the mic, Nikki and Brie Bella. This is the Bella's Podcast. All right, Bella Army, we are back for another episode of the Bella's Podcast. And you know what? Today we're opening up with something that I never thought I would try. But Uh being on the set of AGT Extreme and rapping, and we'll get to the announcement soon, I Googled what all of my fellow judges and hosts like to drink. 
And I found out about skinny loggers. And since I'm in a family that actually loves loggers, I was like, why not try it? I love beer. So skinny lager sounds amazing. But can you do like a virtual pour? Because we're not sitting next to each other. Can you like, or can you put it in the metaverse and give me a lager, please? Um, yeah, here you go. Oh, thank you. I feel you like didn't that's hear me pop nowadays. it open. But yeah, before I came in, I, <laughs> you know, it's not a twist off, Brie. Come on. Well, Nicole, we have really exciting news. By the way, crazy that they announced both our shows in the same day. I feel like that's another twin thing, right? Right. It was so weird. Well, okay, first of all, you your announcement came right before mine. So some people were like, oh, there's Nikki trying to still breathe shine. And I'm like, oh, my Damn. gosh. Like, as if I had control of like, oh, she just did her announcement. I'm going to do mine. When I saw a bunch of people <laughs> say that, I was like, unreal. This is just real life, right? I always naturally one up Brie. Whoa, whoa, I'm whoa. Totally Take kidding. a back seat for a second because even though your show might have gotten out shortly after the real dirty dancing, I think Brie was topping all the articles with the real dirty dancing. So yeah. you didn't I'm, up me. No, not at all. I'm very excited for your show to come out on Fox. Me, along with the whole world, is obsessed with dirty dancing and I just, little clips you sent me, I cannot wait to watch. The one thing about The Real Dirty Dancing is, I do, I feel like the movie everyone knows. Like, I feel like everyone's watched Dirty Dancing, whether you're from the 60s, 70s, 80s, or here now as Gen Zines. Um, I, I feel like people relate, but it was really fun. And I'm excited because, you know, we have a great cast. Corbin Blue, which everyone knows from High School Musical, Tyler Cameron, who we had on the podcast, and then Chef Kat Cora, which we have to get her on because her story is incredible about the barriers she broke as a woman chef in Michelin star restaurants. It's insane. And then Nicole Howie D from the Backstreet Boys. Oh, yeah. When I got on set and I saw him, I was like, oh, shoot, Howie. I did a charity event with Howie. I know Howie. Oh, yes. We talked yes. about that. Yeah. He actually was like, your sister's so sweet. He goes, oh. I didn't know. Because, you know, you hear WWE superstar, you don't know. He's like, she was so nice. And then when after he and I were hanging out, he goes, oh, my gosh, you guys are like the same niceness. Like, yeah, but isn't he so nice? Oh, incredible. and then the greatest tight end ever, Antonio Gates, which I say we I get can. him on the podcast, talk Super Bowl, maybe in Chargers, a couple weeks. baby. Yeah. And then comedian Angela Johnson, who Nicole and I will forever remember her now salon. I mean, it's iconic. stand up. Yeah. Iconic. And then lastly, Lonnie Love, who she's interviewed her. us a bunch. That girl owns every room she walks into. Her personality just shines. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited for everyone to see. And, you know, everyone's always seen you in that dancing light. And I think it'll be fun for them finally to see me in a dancing light. I don't know how good I'll be. I think I started to nail it. But, um, you know, you always think that and then you watch yourself and then you get super embarrassed. But I'm excited to watch it with the world. February 1st. I have no idea what to expect. So the chaos will and, start then. And it's February 1st and it's four episodes, correct? Yes. So it will go every Tuesday, 9 p.m. on Fox all throughout February. And what's crazy, our season finale is February 22nd. So the night before, AGT Extreme goes live. So you get a double dip. The Bellas on network TV. That's pretty cool. The last week of February. That's pretty badass. That is. I know I'm excited because AGT Extreme will premiere February 21st. And then we go four episodes, two hours long. And 
We're going to go from sweet baby Brie dancing to, I mean, pyro, fire, and the most extreme stuff you have ever seen in your life. I mean, it's going to be a wild ride. I I can't wait. Because you've hidden so much from me. You won't tell me anything. But I watch America's Got Talent, and it's incredible what they do on that show. So then when you say extreme, I'm like, well... Whoa, what does that mean? You well, know? Right. And anything Simon Cowell is a part of, I feel like, is just so turns amazing. Turns into gold. But he's just brilliant. And I have to say, like, I loved being on set with him. He is so amazing and sweet and made Travis and I, who were new judges, so comfortable. And Terry Crews, I mean, talk about another amazing person. I remember the first day, and Terry was the first person I saw. And He just gave me the best advice. He made me feel so comfortable. And he was just like, the most important thing you can do is have fun. And then I saw Simon and I was like, oh my gosh, literally I'm a judge next to the greatest judge in the world that has ever been a judge. And so he then was so encouraging to Travis and I and just so down to earth. Well, I mean, you saw I was having the best time in my life. You were having set. so much. Fun. I was so happy. Were you having the time of your life? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Oh, I saw someone wrote, don't put Brie in the corner. I was like, oh, oh wait yeah. till February comes. You're wow. going to hear me do all that cheesy, corny little sayings. But also I have to say on the podcast to all our listeners, You guys are in for a treat because all throughout February, we're going to bring on a lot of these celebrities to talk about their experiences with Nikki and I on the shows. And it's going to be really fun because I feel like come the end of both our shows, you're going to see this different side of both of us. Like, I can't wait, Nicole, to see you judge because how you judge me, I'm like, oh, well, will she take that into judging? No, I'm here to inspire, motivate, girl. But no, it. It was a challenge and I did my homework. I didn't go in there like one. I was beyond grateful for the opportunity and honored. I mean, I was among the great and Travis Pastrana. I mean, talk about the king of extreme. Like that guy is totally different level when it comes to extreme sports. She's wild, wild on what he does. But it's amazing. Even what his wife, Lindsay, has done in the skateboarding world. I think you're going to be proud of me. I think I was a great judge. I don't know. We'll see, though. Like you said, you watch yourself back. You're like, oh, man. Okay, so for next season. I know. This is what I'm going to I know. I am nervous. I'll admit I'm happy it's on Tuesdays because Brian's out of town. So you can watch Dirty Dancing with me. And not like I do anything weird. Like, I'm very respectful. But it's Dirty Dancing. Like, the moves I'm doing and a lot of the stuff and, like, it would just be embarrassing exactly. to sit on the couch it's, and watch with Brian. By the way, way different than ballroom. We're in frames and you are just Girl, letting your hips not. go wild. So I mean, there's I was like, I'm Latina. My hips should move like this. But um, it was bringing out a different side of Brie. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But, you know, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited for today's show because this Saturday is the Royal Rumble. I'm like freaking out. I can't believe we're days away for like having music going down that ramp. Don't. I'm going to start to We're leaving tomorrow. It's too much. I love it. I'm so excited. But we wanted to make this episode special because of the Royal Rumble. And who other than to bring on this badass woman? I mean, Mm -hmm. she's an entrepreneur. She's a fitness model. She's a seven-time WWE Women's Champion. She's a WWE Hall of Famer. She has been on so many magazines around the globe, not to mention in so many movies, so many TV shows. 
Anytime someone hears this woman's name, they are quickly reminded of all the barriers she has broken for women's wrestling and the path that she has paved for people like Nikki and I, which we are so grateful. It is an honor to have this badass trailblazer on our podcast. So please welcome Trish Stratus. Yes, but first, before we bring on the icon herself, let's take a quick break. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe, bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry to healthy, low sugar condiments, Mm -hmm. everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having... A company really care about the ingredients inside it. That's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's 
T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Bree and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Okay, so we first have to get into, because you and I both have had two major announcements. So I'm doing AGT Extreme as a judge, and you are on America's Got Talent Canada. Is that how you say it? Or you say Canada, America's Got Talent? We just no. go Canada's Got Talent. We just, we just oh, throw, Canada's no. Got Talent. Oh my gosh, you're throwing in America. Oh. You know, I, 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 I would like to Bella brings you oh, in this moment. Okay, but first of all, I'm we're going to blame mom life on that one. <laughs> and 18 months sleep regression and the... Final no, teeth yeah. coming in. The Americans want to like overtake everything, so just let us have our own show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Canada's got talent. Dang Americans, look at how we're programmed. Um, it's terrible. How fun has it been being a judge? Wow. You know what? Honestly, you're texting me like because it's true. You know, like you're going into this like family. And it really is like you said that to me, you said congrats, you know, which was so lovely to hear from you. Oh. And it is, it's like a family and you, you are like, you know, you said, just get ready for some serious, for some serious hours. Like, look, we put a lot of hours in for a WWE for sure, but this is intense, right? Like, I think we must've done, so we've only done auditions so far. It must've been 70, I don't know, 75 auditions in three and a half days. Like oh it was insane. Yeah. Wow. So, um, it was a lot, it was, but great. And of course, coming from pandemic life, right. It was like mom mode 24 seven to like thrust into the spotlight and like perform, you know, be a personality. Right. Have you seen some acts that just have blown your mind? You're just like, wow. Oh yeah. The one when I dropped the golden, my elbow on the gold, golden buzzer. Oh, that you one. dropped yeah. an elbow. That's so good. Oh my gosh. You have to. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I keep it a little wrestling -y, you know, for the peoples, for our peoples, you know? Yes, that's right. I love that. By the way, how, yeah, like, yeah. empowered did you feel, like, when you hit that golden buzzer? It's, like, the oh, greatest yeah. feeling. Powerful, right? Like, yeah. I mean, like, the production that goes with it, and you're like, but also, like, it's not only for me personally, but, like, the power that we have as judges, and I knew this accepting the role, I thought, you literally have the ability to change the trajectory of someone's life. Like how, you know what I mean? Like how intense is that? And something that, you know, as you know, like we went into the ring pursuing our passion and um, following a dream. And so these guys are doing that very same thing, but we're just giving them that extra nudge. And it's like all in your hands. Like what an amazing, powerful tool. So that was, to me, that meant I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. I, me too. I actually didn't even think about that. And I'm like, that just gave me goosebumps because it's true. Like you have their whole 
lives in your hands. And that golden buzzard changes it all. <laughs> yeah. I did that. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. like, yeah, you're welcome. Oh my gosh. How I love many, that. Did you get like any golden buzzards yet? Have you, where, where are you guys at in your. So we're, we're done. We are completely done. Um, we go on air February 21st. And so we had a, we did things a little different just with the pandemic and how things are. So we've already had our finals and all of that. And I am really pumped for everyone to see it because it's extreme. So we're outdoors and it's whatever can't be on a stage indoors. Oh, is it really? Oh yeah. So that's, that's like, was the difference of it, of what Simon thought of is like, I want to do Simon and Terry thought of this. Like we need to do an extreme version of this where it's can't happen inside. It has to be all outdoors. And the stuff that we saw was like, I mean, it's life or death pretty much. People are incredible and it it brings in the people from the circus and all these different amazing backgrounds. And we're finally giving them a platform where they get to be honored. And they all were so appreciative of that because they don't really have anything like that. And where else? they're going to show them and it's crazy to me too like these crazy acts just like anything that was like out of the ordinary you know um how do you my question is what was the first day like of that when you were like i'm gonna try something today <laughs> like you know i'm gonna juggle chainsaws <laughs> right right well so so many of them when we would ask them that they were a part of these generational families that did these performances so yeah. they're like oh yeah i was six years old and they threw me up on a wire and they're like walk across it And so a lot of them had those kind of stories and it was, or it was always based on dares from like a friend, like, of course, dare you can't do that. And so I'll tell you this, like, um, you know, people in Canadians, like beer drinking, whatever, you know, that part is, um, there's definitely a couple acts that I was like, that was literally like the all, it was a drinking game. That's what you're doing on my stage. Get off my stage. Like there was, no, so it's like, you're just literally doing like a drunken game right now. This is no good. Move along. <laughs> so oh my funny. God, that's hilarious. Well, do you guys remember all our first day when you learned like a sunset flip? I remember like when I watched it and I was in developmental and I was kind of like, okay, so make sure to clear the human, tuck your head under, grab yeah. the, like the whole idea of a sunset flip. And I definitely, I spiked my head the first couple of times and I was like, I'm okay. <laughs> like I wanted to cry. I, you know, it's crazy. Like when you think of that first day doing that, like what yeah. made us just do it? We're like, yeah, we're going to try this out and do it. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, I think, you know, fan, being fans of wrestling, you come from watching it, knowing it. Like, I swear I knew how to, like, I've done many body slams before I officially did a body slam as a kid. You know what I mean? Watching yeah. it. And, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I think, I feel like that's also how it picked up for us fast. It was just something, like, I kind of just knew you from just, watching yeah. you know what I mean? Like when you see kids in the thing, right? They're doing the motions and you're like, okay, it's like, it's in you, right? Yeah. See, I had this one I fought my whole life. So there I was like, go. oh, I know how to do this. I, I'm really good at. <laughs> I remember pulling her hair and uh, throwing her down on the ground and putting her in arm bars. <laughs> but you know, did you always win when you guys were kids too? Just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> really what? As it did, Nikki always win when you guys were kids too. Always tell her, Brie. Nick, she she t- she texted me earlier to say that. <laughs> yeah. So I will say this about Nikki: she was definitely stronger than me, but. The one thing that I quickly learned as a kid is to go to my back and put my feet up. Okay. That was like my protection. Yeah. So, but unfortunately I just like my wrestling career, I had very little wins. I had a lot of losses. (laughs) Well, you make losing look great. So Trish, 
Since you guys are only through the audition process, does this mean that we may or may not see Trish in the Royal Rumble? Well, I'll tell you this. I am filming the semifinals. They do wrap up at a certain time, but I'm just, you know, I'll be in that headspace. So that's sort of my focus at the moment. You know, that's, yeah, that's what I got to do. I mean, you know how intense it is. I got to be like in it. The one thing I've learned as I've gotten older is that whenever you're dedicated to something, that needs to be your focus. Like, I felt like me a few years ago was just like uh, wanting to do all these things. And I realized, like, I got to give my energy. Like, when I'm in something, I got to give that my all. Like, and so I did the same with AGT, like clear extreme, like clear the calendar. This is my focus because it is tough and you want to sound great. Yeah, yeah. And I think the fun thing about the rumble is always guessing who's going to come out. Now they, right. they've let, you know, a lot of people who are in it, but yeah, it is I'm fun surprised. to sit back and be like, I was actually surprised by that too. Yeah. They kind of sent us, was it a text or a call on the call? And they're like, Oh, we're going to announce you tonight. And we're like, Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You want to like sell the event. Right. So that's exciting. Right. Everyone's talking about who's going to be there and things like that. But and I also, I mean, Mickey James coming back, I thought that was pretty cool, but I think that should have been a surprise because no one would have expected that. 100%. Like I was kind of thinking maybe just announce like Nikki and I and Lita, like we, yeah. we've done like the first one and okay. Right. Like to, you know, but there was so many girls. I was like, even Summer Rae, I'm like, we haven't seen her since she left, yeah. which was a while ago. That would have kind of been a fun surprise. Some people, I don't know, but I'm excited. And Nicole and I were wondering, so the women that have been announced now, so I think it's been like 18, we want to know, and you don't have to say the Bellas, but who do you think looks promising in winning the Royal Rumble so far? Um, So I would say, I mean, Lita, Amy looked pretty good when she was on, uh, was it Raw or SmackDown Raw, right? The other day? SmackDown, yeah. She's training her butt off. I know that. I know inside information that she's been training in the ring. So I don't know. Maybe she's got another run in her. Huh? Ooh. Well, it did give it to Charlotte. So she did, right? Yeah, I heard. Did you guys say something about, um, I think Nikki said it, uh, forget the champions is just going to go for the tag titles. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How great would that be to win the rumble and like give them both like be like, yeah, actually I don't want to go against either of you. I'm going to pick Brie and we're going to go for the tag titles. I mean, that would be my favorite. Who would you challenge guys? Well, well, you know, it's tough because there were so many tag teams before but they're all gone now. I feel like Carmella and Zelina are the ones now that like I would want to fight. But before the Iconics um, were gone, I was like, ooh, the Iconics. And let me say, like, always the, the best, best friends, friends Trish, Trish, Lita. Lita. I mean, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I was there for a while there, right? People are like, oh, this could happen, right? right? Exactly. We're going to, we're thinking, okay, maybe this could happen, right? Exactly. And then Bailey and Sasha would be awesome. But, you know, Bailey, I don't know when she's coming back. I mean, hey, she might be at the Rumble, but. Yeah. So I feel like right now with the tag teams, they're, they're kind of limited. Yeah, that's true. It was kind of like, it was a little, well, yeah, we had, um, even like Nat, Nat, uh, Natalia was doing, who was yeah, she? Natty and Tamina, like they yeah. had so many teams. Yeah. They had Mandy and Dana Brooke. Yeah. And then that's all of a sudden, they were super like, cute actually, but there, that, was a, that was a nice, I like when they do these, like, on, you wouldn't even think of them, like, just like throw these two, when you see them initially, you're like, um, I don't know about this, but then it kind of works. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I have a question because, you know, you see the women have a Royal Rumble and we were all in the first ever and everything the women are doing now and they have. But like you go back 
to your time. Does it cool for you to sit back and be like, so much of what I did made this happen? Like, what are your thoughts and your feelings when you see all this? Um, I just, I just sort of go, you're welcome to everyone. No, I'm just, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you should, you should, you should. Uh, no, I mean, listen, we, of course, collaborative, um, efforts for sure. But I mean, it, it really was, it was, it was a laying of groundwork and, and, you know, and like from the beginning, it was, it was everything from reeducating the fans on what to expect from a female performer. It was the acceptance of the fans. It was acceptance of the producers backstage for them to go, okay, maybe we can give them this, you know? I mean, I remember one time there were, like, the, to have a hardcore match was like, this is a big deal, mostly because they're like, you know, they were like, I don't know if they can handle it. It's like, well, why can't we handle it? They can handle it. We can handle it too. Um, I remember one time I took a chair shot at from Victoria and it was like a really like, just, just put it this way. Some people were unhappy that that happened, but why? Like you guys, the guys take chair shots all the time. You know, I, mm-hmm. I wanted it, I wanted, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I consent in this. Um, so yeah, like, I mean, it's just what a journey and, and so many, um, so many players along the way, um, that helped make it happen. You know, you like, you look at jazz and Victoria and, you know, Molly Holly and Mickey James. And so it's cool to watch. And then, you know, you hear people talking about looking back and they're like, you know, this inspired me or this event inspired me. And it's, um, it's touching. That's honestly, when you set out to do what you do in your, in your world, um, the aim is to please or to, to, um, to get the accolades from, from what you do, what you love, but from your coworkers, that's a, was a big part of it for me right. to like have, um, the respect or the respect of my coworkers. That was a big part of it, you know? So yeah, we definitely, I think, I think we got there. We did pretty good. I oh think my gosh, so. did amazing. And I agree with I you. Agree. I think how I felt always with Brie, it was, you know, wanting the respect with everyone around you and bringing them up with you as you go. And I felt like you and Lita did that amazing. You guys started to do all your stories with the other women. And when you were there, yeah. you really started to build those women. And then obviously your legacy has continued in incredible ways. I mean, you see all the girls, whether they've been there for a while or they're coming in, like so many of them look up to you and what you've done and Brie and I as well. And so it's, it's, I love, I mean, you are such an empowering woman and you just have done such incredible things, not only in the wrestling industry, I mean, as an entrepreneur, as a mom, I mean, what you've done with yoga and growing that business. And then, you know, you're such an incredible mom. Brie and I are just so obsessed with your, we call you, um, you and Brie both are like DIY moms. Um, or no, Pinterest moms. I mean, Pinterest moms. I thought, why did I think, oh, do it yourself. But you guys do a lot of do it yourselves. No, it is do it yourself, but they call them Pinterest moms, uh, which I'd say, Trish, you nail like you are honestly, I, I love because you guys are in lockdown right now, right? Yeah. We're, we're, we should be lifted by Thursday though. Oh my God. So you're back homeschooling your kids. They were, they actually, they had them. So after Christmas holidays, I had them for, let's just say I released my children from 35, not that I'm counting, but 35 days of having them at home after the holidays. And then they just, they finally um, said they, they were clear to go back. So they took them back and there was, you know, they did all these protocols to make sure it's safer and all that stuff. But I understand the safe thing, but mama needs a little, you know, alone oh, time. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, <laughs> honestly, it's crazy. It's like heaven going back, your kids going to school. It's like, I thank all the teachers. I just want to look at them and hug them. I'm like, you give me free time. For sanity. That's just my theory, but I think that might be something. <laughs> I agree. So for our listeners, a lot of them get put in these situations of either having to homeschool or just being moms with these hectic lives. What are like three big tips you would give our listeners who 
if we happen, you know, you never know if America is going to go on a lockdown. You start to hear these like little rumors. And I feel like we all have anxiety now because of the pandemic that it's going to happen. But what are like three big tips you can give moms to just be a little sane if another lockdown happens and for homeschooling? Yeah, it was Maddie's birthday and she's had only five birthdays in her entire life, <laughs> right? She's oh five. Gosh, yeah. five. Um, and two of them have been lockdown birthdays. So she's had no guests or no friends or nothing over. And she sees Max. Luckily, Max happened in his in September. So he, she, he saw the, you know, the, the party and the brouhaha that she did not get. And to me, so I was like, okay, we're just going to make it special. But so they're really like um, the cool thing about kids. They're very pragmatic. And they really are, you know, whatever you tell them, it's, it's you, their world is whatever you tell them it is. Right. Yeah. So whatever you present to them is their interpretation. So to me, as long as I kept it as normal as possible, kept the routines in, intact and routines is key, right. As you know, right. newborn stage to whatever, but having them feel like everything's just fine is it's your responsibility to do that. And, and it really makes a difference. Um, and then just making every moment super special, like for the birthday party, we don't talk about being canceled. I mean, Maddie had unicorns and we did this and it was just, it felt like a big deal. We did crafts and the whole day was about her. And, you know, so nothing should change that she would, you know, so they don't feel like they're missing out on stuff, you know, so kids really, they don't miss what you never had essentially. Yeah. So I think just, you know, presenting an environment that makes them feel, you know, as much normalcy as possible. I love that. I think that's true. I, um, I'm a lot like that with like Birdie because she's like Maddie too, where gosh, Nicole was two of her birthdays in lockdown, I guess. Yeah. But, um, and then we finally did get one, just her fourth birthday. Like we had some people, but it was weird because Birdie almost didn't like it. She felt very overwhelmed. Yeah. That's true. And with it, it's all they need, right? Like they don't, you know, I think moms get so like caught up in like giving them stuff to do and taking them to this and to go see this. And really they're just set, like, and that, that famous joke of like, they like the box better than the toy that they got out of, you know, that whole thing. They really are as simple as better. And really, um, you know, in, in entertaining them, like being around their family, things like that is just, it, it goes further than any like trip to the, you know, theme park or the whatever, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think it's whatever you said you know, I agree it's with that. Crazy you know how much we've learned through the pandemic of, you know, just how simple means more and being with the ones that we love. Like, I think we all actually kind of needed that time out to realize the important things in life. And, and you know, everyone got so worried about the kids, right? Worried about how will they, and, and don't get me wrong. Like kids are affected for sure. There's a lot of stuff like this, you know, social socialization, but I think for the most part, um, you know, they um, are so resilient and they're so like, they adapt like crazy. So if any, you know, so everyone used to make a big deal and I'm not a pro mask, but we're not going to go into being about masks or not, but if the kids have to wear them, like, Oh, my poor kid, just, they're fine. They actually just put it on. Like, they're like born in school. They don't even mind. They're not going, Oh, this is terrible. You know what I mean? Right. So they're just, they're, um, I think kind of realizing that, that they're just so adaptive and they're just so resilient and they just, you know, they, whatever you present in front of them, they'll just, that's what their normal is. Right. I 100% agree. We'll keep posting those fun snacks you make, your charcuterie board. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this too uh, (laughs) because it's so fun to see. And I love it. I love seeing how you're just a hands-on mom. And you're that type of mom that you could tell you make your kids' world so fun and so beautiful. But then you're a badass. You're a judge on Canada's Got Talent. And then I just love how you always come back to home at WWE and continue to inspire all of us women and keep the path going for everyone, just for women to do big things at WWE. But, you know... Here on the Bella's podcast, we like to play some games. So we have two fun games for you. But first, we're going to take a quick break.
All right, welcome back, everyone. So, Trish, we have two fun little games. We thought one definitely for the wrestling audience who would like to hear a couple memories, and then we have some from um, our other listeners who sent in a couple fun little social things. So, first one. Where in the world was Trish Stratus? We're going to give you three places, and we want to hear your favorite memory from your any of the careers okay. um, of that city. So the first one, England. Oh, um, that my most memorable thing in England was fighting jazz. We were at Wembley Stadium, and we fought. And it's, it's like one of these matches that is like one of my favorite matches. But it's like nobody knows about it. You know how that happens? <laughs> you have that favorite yes. match. Or, and I don't know if it's like a personal thing, like what you put into it or what you knew went into it or whatever it was. We just felt like we were at a point where we had really turned the corner on what that other you know expectation of what women could do. And we were really starting to like, you know, um, just gain momentum. Um, and it felt like that was like a good solidifying match that really made people go like sit up and notice and be like, okay, shoot, we can take these girls serious now and they can really rock the right. ring. Um, but yeah, like nobody knows it. So when I had a chance to make, um, a DVD, I was like, okay, you guys have to put like, does it exist? Is it on, is yeah. it on, you know? And so that was, yeah, that's probably my most favorite memory there. Oh, that's oh, awesome. God, I love that. And what yeah. an amazing stadium to have that moment in too. Oh, like God. so right. iconic. That's oh, my really gosh, cool. Yes. All right. Next place. Atlanta, Georgia. Um, okay. Did I, oh gosh, let me think. I think that's where I, did I, no, no, I don't, I, mm, mm, I don't remember guys. I don't know. So I, you know, we have like this, we say mommy, you say Bella brains, you say mommy, I, I, wrestling head. I don't know. what. Yeah. We, I, <laughs> oh my gosh. I agree with you. Any good memories of you and Lita there? Cause she lived there for a long time, yeah, right? She, you know, we would, we would do that whenever we had a chance to um, be in there. We would definitely, we stay at her place and we make a thing of it. So maybe, yeah, that would probably be, she lives, she has a uh, decanters, her, her hometown there. So, um, so yeah, we would, that would probably be a, like a little home base for her and we'd have some fun. And, and it's always fun when you can, when you're on the road, when you can have like a home base, like a, like actual yeah. home to stay in, you know? Yeah. And then the next one, everyone wants to know Vancouver, Canada. No. Hmm. I mean, anytime you're in Canada, the cool thing about it is like <clears throat> you Americans have like hometowns, but like we can have a hometown welcome anywhere across Canada, which is amazing. They're like, she's Canadian. She's one of us, you know? Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, I, that's just the one thing I always remember anywhere in Canada is just like this warm Canadian welcome. Oh, sure. I love that. I know America. It's like you get booed. You're from the West coast. You go to the East coast. Or if you're not from the South, it's pretty crazy, but that's us in America. Okay, so the next fun game we have is Trish Stratus and Social Stratus. And we have three situations that people sent in. So you're going to be their dear Abby. Okay. And they sent in three situations that they would like you to help them with. Okay. So situation number one. Dear Trish, we live in Iowa and my in-laws love to plan a family vacation to Florida every year. And everyone has to go for a week, including my husband and I and our three kids. But we're expected to pay for all of it. And they never say thank you. How should I handle this? Oh, uh, wow. Okay. You should tell them that there's a pandemic and we shouldn't be traveling at the moment and take the trip by yourselves. Oh my gosh, that's actually great. It's good. And that it's a good one for right now. And how do they even argue with that? Right. They can't. They can't argue. Okay, situation number two. Dear Trish, I made the mistake of being friendly to a coworker. Now he calls me on the way home from work to tell me about his day and he's following all my family on social media. He's nice, but it's just nonstop. What should I do? Huh. 
Well, I guess block them. <laughs> yeah. I then, mean, and it's a coworker. See, this is what happens when women are nice to like the opposite sex. Right. Sometimes it could get out of control. Right. Um, I don't know. I guess you have to be clear with your intentions. Maybe I think it's a sit down and have a chat thing. Be clear with your intentions and make some boundaries and parameters and hopefully they'll follow suit. Right. And if like, you can't do that, I guess she should just lie and be like, you know, I have a boyfriend, like start talking about a fake boyfriend. Yeah. They know everything about them now. Yeah, actually that's true. Okay. The last situation, dear Trish, my neighbor doesn't like it when I park in front of her house, it's on the street. There are no assigned spaces. And I let my boyfriend park his truck in our driveway. She's threatened to have me towed, but I'm not doing anything illegal. Any solutions? Huh? Any solutions? Um, I guess just like be upfront and sort of just go tough luck, bitch. This is where I'm parking. (laughs) Um, yes, 100%. By the way, I'd be like, you don't own the street. Yeah. You don't, you know, no. I mean, if there's no, nothing illegal here, then it's just fine. Right. I I always like your approach. Just be direct and honest. That's all. You know what? I, the one thing I feel like, and I don't know, Trish, if you agree with this, when I became a mom, I felt like I became very direct. Like you just don't have time for the BS. Yeah. Yeah. With the kids, that's the only way you can get the messaging through. You know, I got to be direct. Yeah. I I love it. Okay, so Trish, at the end of every episode, or is it with, is this Max or Maddie? Oh, Maddie, hi. Hi. How cute. How are you? Um, Mommy and Auntie Bree have been planning a play date for like five years now. Yes. One day will happen with all of us. (laughs) We have to. We have to. We have to get you to Napa Valley. Remember we talked about that epic day where we'd get like a, like whatever pay-per-view or we'd have like a big, the bouncy castle. Yes. We'll have like set up for all the babies now to hang out at. <laughs> so WrestleMania in Hollywood. That sounds oh good to me. That would be good. We got to definitely get on that. that Team besties versus we can do like a fun four way for the tag. Well, titles. no, I think for Hollywood, it has to be all of us on a team with Lita versus the four horsewomen. Oh, oh, Nikki. That's what I think Hollywood needs to be about. That. Yeah. Okay, I'm down with that. Yeah. yeah. I'm down with that. Let's call Vince. Okay. But I that's really good. And that's where we're going to do our fun daycare. And that's where, um, yeah. But we love to end our episode um, just with a little motivation and inspiration. So let everyone know, what's your favorite quote you like to live by or a mantra? Um, so, oh, hi, honey. <laughs> Can I finish my interview? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy's working. <laughs> right? That's so cute. Um, so it's been my saying for so long. It was something that um, when I first started in fitness world, Robert Kennedy was the publisher of all the fitness magazines at the time. He contracted me basically. He, he, he gave me my start, right? He put me on the cover and said, this is Trish Stratus. She's the hottest, the, the, the hottest fitness model. And I was <laughs> just like, you know, it was all promotion and whatever. Um, and then I would get opportunities. He basically at one point had said to me, I want to give you an opportunity to come down and shoot professionally with us. And uh, it was my first professional shoot, but I studied like, you know, and it sounds silly, but I studied the posing. I studied, I did the right work and like the work for the body to make sure this was just so. Um, And so he said, you know, you, so I ended up getting my contract off that as well as my first cover. And he said to me, um, preparedness means opportunity. You completely embody that. And then everything we do, and he he was my mentor for years. and, and, And when I went into the wrestling world, he said like a lot of the, things I would do is because, you know, you prepare for it. Like when I got, you know, the opportunity to send my press kit to WWE, 
I, it was months before they called me, but then I went out and I trained and I found a gym and I trained for a few months and I had that foundation. And, you know, so I think, I think a lot of people get a lot of opportunities that come their way, but maybe they don't recognize them as opportunities or they don't, they're not prepared enough to take full advantage of them. So I just think preparedness means opportunity. So when it's, you know, you can maximize it and make sure that you get the most out of it. Right, Maddie? I love that. That's amazing. That's, actually, that's a beautiful quote. You know, it's so true. Anytime I feel like I'm fully prepared and that's physically and mentally, I feel like I'm always giving my best, my best. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, no one ever really talks about that. And it is so true. And I could tell that you have that personality. Like, I feel like you're always, you're just always on point with everything. Like mm-hmm. motherhood, your body, your career, you're just, and you're always the, there. Little things like, I know, Brina, we talked a lot, like during pregnancy, right? It was just like... Yeah. Like, I, and I felt like, and I had someone in my life too, who, when I was pregnant, like, you know, you get, you just, you're doing your due diligence, essentially, right? You're gathering intel, you're, but everything you do, I mean, not to say motherhood's like a, a, a gig, but you have to look at it. Like your pregnancy is technically, if you have a nine month gig here, that's try to maximize and to have optimal, um, environment. <laughs> you're just not good. <laughs> 100%. I love that the Bellas of today, cause this is, this is totally acceptable to have children running in because you guys have mamas. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, my day was absolutely insane because I had no help and the kids were in and out of all our Zoom meetings. And I was like, mom life. Yeah, bring but, your baby this day. Yeah, <laughs> but it's definitely the best life. So Trish, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. We're so happy that you did this and so special, especially with Royal Rumble this Saturday. It, yeah, good awesome. luck, you guys. I'm, thank I'm, you. I said Lena, but you guys, I don't know, you guys, have, I, you guys went pretty far in the last, last time you guys made your appearance. So I'm, I don't know, could be good. You guys, what do you guys think? What's your predictions? Do you guys yourselves what what's your predictions you know i kind of feel like rhea ripley might might be the one but i could be wrong and then i also look at Liv morgan and she's really making some big moves in wwe right now so my money's kind of on one of them yeah and i'm just curious because i think this is a first ever we've actually had a champion in the royal rumble so that's true i was like when charlotte entered i'm like this is interesting this is a first and where is it gonna go yeah so i'm i'm curious to see like this is probably the first one that's not predictable at all it yes. can go so many different ways so i'm i agree i you know i mean at the end obviously yeah. i'm hoping that it's me but you know we'll see <laughs> but then i might get my revenge back and take you out oh don't worry so we'll you're see. the one i'm watching out for more than anyone is you <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'll be watching. I'll be cheering you guys on. And it's just nice to see like, you know, when, when you step away from the business and you come back and you have the opportunity to just go back to something you love and you recognize, and it is like, it's like riding a bike. If your body's like, Oh, I can still do this. That's cool. And you yeah. Know, and, and, yeah so I'm excited to watch you guys. Oh, thank, thank you. you, Trish. And good so luck much. with everything. Can't wait to see what you do thank on you. TV. Oh my gosh. It's going to yeah. be amazing. Yeah, I you have that, like that 12 hour, 12 to 15 hour day to be like, yep, I'm doing it. Just finished my day. You know? Yes. Right. Oh my God. I would have that's how every time she would text me, I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's 3 a.m. and you're just getting back to the hotel. That's what it is. It's intense, but it's good. It's good fun. Just get her done, you know? All right, thanks so much. Love you guys. Thank you. I'm off to go get Birdie at school, but um, hopefully we can all see each other soon. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully we can make the the big daycare happen. Yes, for sure. (laughs) All right, bye guys. Okay, bye.